of the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. I'm Sarah, host and account manager here at 21 Handshake. And I'm Ashley, another account manager here at 21 Handshake. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. If you're new around here, the purpose of this podcast is to inform and discuss all things B2B digital marketing with a little crossover to B2C. From content to SEO to social, we discuss industry trends, tips, and tricks. This podcast is for all those in marketing, from the newbie marketer to the seasoned marketer and even business owners. We are all on this marketing journey together to get more business to our businesses. To catch you up the last few episodes, episode 35 and 36 to be exact, we talked about the ideal bill. I can't talk today. We talked about the ideal buyer and then how to find your buyer persona. Both of those are key pieces to any good sales and marketing initiative. You will definitely want to go back and listen to those episodes. Not right now, but after you get done listening to this, before you use the tips in this episode, because today we're going to talk about how to use the marketing funnel to now engage your ideal buyer. First off though, Ashley, what do we mean when we say marketing funnel, if that's a new term for anyone listening? Yeah, so the general, I guess, description of um, a marketing funnel is the journey that the buyer takes from the second they first like see your logo all the way down to they made a purchase and they are now um, like a brand advocate, I guess. Exactly. So what what are those steps? Like if someone were to follow like a linear journey, what would be the steps? Yeah. And honestly, depending on who you ask, this funnel might look a little bit different or there are some different steps, but right. generally um, there are three or four like steps, I guess. Uh, so the first one being awareness, right? They have seen your logo, you have like popped up in a search. Um, they are aware who you are and maybe what you do. Right. Also kind of discovery. It's called discovery yeah. as well. So awareness, yeah. discovery, they're new basically and discovering you. Right. <laughs> The next step would be consideration. So they think that your brand might uh, fit a need for them. Um, it looks like it's something they might be interested in, but they aren't sure. They're still kind of looking around at other options, right. comparing prices, etc. The next then would be conversion, and that's when they've made the decision to actually buy the product. Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, that's a winner winner. <laughs> Um, and then from there, things generally get a lot easier. Um, it's always like that build up to just converting them right. to an actual customer. Um, so that's that's the key one. Although but I think the fourth step, which you're getting ready to would, say, is just as important probably as oh that yeah, conversion. And, that, and holds a lot of value. And that's really that loyalty um, aspect to it, the, that they're coming back to buy more product, right. that they align with your brand, they value you know, you as a business. Right, so basically it's keeping them. You know, it's one yeah. step to get them and then you want to keep them. <laughs> right. So, a challenge question here, because mm -hmm. you hear this a lot, that, ah, the marketing funnel is dead. Do you guys think that is true? <laughs> um, maybe from the sense that it's just an overused term. Yeah, I feel like, right. I feel like when it, when, whenever yeah. anything gets so becomes so mainstream or it feels like it's getting overused, then the natural transition is to say that it's like dead. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> no longer relevant. <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that it's because there is so much information out in today's mm -hmm. world. We have moved so fast technology-wise. We have all this information at our fingertips 
that it's not so much that the funnel is dead, maybe the terminology of using the words the marketing funnel is yeah. dead. It's that there isn't a linear path. The customer could go from awareness to conversion super fast. Yeah. They could go. It's not like they're, you know, maybe, I don't know, I mean, can't even think of an example back in the day, you know, yeah. like, oh, we see the store as we drive past. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, we get an ad in the mail. Then we, you know, like very slowly start to become aware. I think, you know, it can be like boom, boom. Yeah, I think your, your time in each step ha is probably the thing that has changed the most, not necessarily mm -hmm. what you're doing in right. each step. Or how, do you, how you utilize each step. Yeah, what, exactly. What tactics or channels are you utilizing? Um, I'd say actually the funnel isn't dead, but it's evolved. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely evolved. Um, and you know you might have to work harder. They became aware at you. They became aware, um, but then maybe you've thrown maybe other stuff at them, and then they haven't converted. You know, mm -hmm. or just might. You know, like I said, it's not linear any longer. But for the context of what we're talking about today, we do believe that the marketing funnel is still alive. Um, so let's talk about what type of content that we should use in reaching our ideal buyer during each of these stages. Knowing in the back of our minds that this may not be a linear journey, but that we will have each stage ready with content that is attractive to our ideal buyer. So Alex, the first stage, awareness or discovery. What comes to mind when you think of reaching someone that would be your ideal buyer in the awareness stage? So awareness, um, as we said earlier, is, is really just getting trying trying to get people to look at you or pay attention right. to you. And so it's kind of like, so you guys can't see this, but I'm waving my hand like, hey, we're hey, here. Yeah. Um, you're, not, you're not trying to actively sell anything. You're just kind of trying to, like it says, make people aware that you are, you are there. Um, so things like the simple picture ads like you see on Instagram or a blog post or, or a very kind of like a, a no strings attached webinar kind of a thing. Like right. all, this is all ungated content. Um, and by ungated, you mean? Ungated, you don't have to put in any information. You don't have to put in your email to access what this content is. It's free for anyone who comes across it. Exactly. So um, it's very maybe educational in nature yep. in that aspect? It's probably uh, either educational or entertainment. Okay. Style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, depending on your business. So yeah, yeah. how would, I know you're a visual content manager, so video play is very important to you. Mm -hmm. What type of video content would be important in this stage? Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking, so let's use an example of a, um, just because this is actually a recent example that I'm thinking of, like that I've personally experienced is um, like an athletic brand. Okay. Um, I, I just saw an ad of basically, they're like these, these shorts from this new company, um, and it's just showing someone like going mountain running, um, wearing this apparel. Okay. Um, kind of like a close-up shot of the logo, and then like a learn more button at the bottom of the ad. Okay. Um, it's, it's subtle stuff. It's not, you're not waving a flag like, hey, buy now. Right. Um, this, is, this is subtle stuff, short stuff, easy to consume, ungated, educational or entertaining stuff. Right, so it might be maybe a how-to video. Um, yeah. You know, not directly maybe to your product, but just like, ah, uh, how-to you know, do this educational thing that, you know, your client or ideal buyer might be interested in. Yep, yeah. how-tos are, are very popular example, or very, uh, are a very good example of, of the awareness stage, or Definitely. like what type of content to use in that. It also could be a, a, a brand spotlight video, like 
like, hi, nice to meet you. This is who we are. Yeah. Introduction. Introduction. Yeah, going back to the running shorts example, mm-hmm. they would just say, hey, look, this guy this runs in our shorts. That's what these shorts are made for. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know, Simple. There, there's your kind of how-to plus entertainment plus brand. <laughs> so, Ashley, moving on to, okay, they became aware of us. Now we want them to consider us. What type of content when someone is definitely trying to decipher, okay, I know who you are, mm-hmm. should I buy your product? Yeah, so the goal in this phase really is is to direct customers to acquisition, right? So we're kind of veering them towards that next step right. of a, converting. Right, a light sales, right, type right. of situation. Um, a good tactic to use here would be showing how your product is used, um, examples, um, or even like testimonials from clients or customers that you've previously worked with, um, demonstration videos, um, or just educating your audience on your products, what you offer, what services you have. Right, maybe if there's data on your product, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. like you said, testimonials are huge to use, product descriptions. Yeah, this is probably where you can talk a little bit more about what differentiates you from what else is out there. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. in the case of running shorts company, um, our shorts are made from this really cool fabric. Mm-hmm. They yeah, will wick away the moisture when you're running. Four-way stretch and waterproof. <laughs> and it's got the special pocket for your key Product in the back. Product features, so yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. God, I wanted shorts with special I know, you're kind of selling Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to buy these. <laughs> uh, anyways, so before we veer off too much as we consider our running shorts, <laughs> buying or not buying, what, should this content be available to everybody? Or should it require some type of email, phone, anything? I Yeah, that's a good question. I think at this stage, we, I would revert back to the soft sell. Maybe not have like a webinar that you require a fee for, but maybe um, ask for their email or okay. their name or something that allows you to follow up with them. Yeah, I think, I think soft sell is a really good way to put it. It's it's kind of like, hey, if you're ready to, to give us your email, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. um, or or do kind of like a very very small offer, like a webinar fee kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's, and I think that's a good way to show like if if someone pays five dollars to watch your webinar, probably means they're a lot more serious about your product. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Very cool. So then, lastly, we have our conversion phase, oh, the stage that everybody wants to get to with all their ideal buyers. It's a pretty crucial stage because decisions are going to be made in this stage, whether they're going to buy a product or not buy a product. So you definitely want to focus on in this stage what you, how your ideal buyer will use your product, what is your unique value prop. So this, I guess, is when I see sales team swooping in. Yep. Okay, like this is, so you want to make sure that that messaging is aligned with your sales team. Definitely, um, it's very sales oriented because mm-hmm. your goal is a transaction with your customer. And if those messages aren't consistent, you might fall off the radar. Yes, so um, all content is gated in this, whether it's a testimonial, whether it's a review, whether it's an in-depth webinar, whether it's um, you know any of your content should just be gated at this stage. But then also, 
all content in your sales deck needs to be shared with the sales team. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing at the marketing end needs to be shared with the sales team as well for them to use or further or just to further the conversation as they move towards that coveted transaction sell. So in the case of running shorts, guys, what would be the kind of conversion that they might that they might use? What type of content? Um, a good example would probably be a, a, a well-known athlete or someone like yeah, that saying say why. Influencer marketing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> influencer marketing. Hey, these are the shorts that I use, and this is why. Exactly. Kind of thing. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. So maybe some reviews, and those necessarily probably aren't gated, but of course, we're just talking running shorts, which isn't a mm -hmm. that high of commitment versus I'm buying windows for my whole house or something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which then you might have a very definitely gated content. Watch our webinar. We're going to show you every reason why these windows are the best windows out there. And you'll get very in-depth in the webinar, you know, ratings and perm ratings and all that stuff. So. Yeah, and, and remove any questions or kind of like nagging doubts that the buyer might still have about the product. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Tie up any loose ends. Yeah, and like I said, I think what you hit on there is very important too any last doubts that they might have. So that again goes back to knowing that ideal buyer in the first place. So go mm -hmm. back and listen to that episode. And that's why you need to know because you need to know what those doubts are. Yeah. Exactly, and naturally the, 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 the more questions that you answer, um, the more the, 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 your potential buyer is gonna trust you. Exactly, definitely. So then we come to, they decided to buy from us. Yay, everyone's happy. How do we keep them? How do we retain them? And then how do we get them to advocate for us? So what are some strategies that are effective in this stage? Yeah, so this is a good point to offer um, additional exclusive offers yeah. or making sure that you're following up with them with uh, related content. So I guess in the example of running shorts, say your customer has bought the shorts, um, maybe it's, I don't know, super local, and here are all the 5Ks happening in your state this yeah. month or something like that. Um, on the topic of running, um, a little educational kind of shows the values of the brand. Maybe, you know, getting outdoors is one of their values. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, Here's some shirts that we also offer made upsell, of the same material. Yeah, yeah upsells. Um, what this company actually also does is they say, hey, if you drop us a, a quick, simple review, will give you 20% off of your next purchase. With yeah, us. it's a great time to do Post that. Post a too. picture of yourself out running in your shorts, tag us, we'll make sure to share it. Yeah. That type of, exactly. that type of situation. Um, and I think this ties in nicely, this loyalty advocacy. Um, so go back, listen to our episode just before this when we were live from the Home Builders show in Las Vegas. Episode 37 is really taking that kind of word of mouth advocacy yeah. the kind of brand talkers and then helping them like talk about your product which I think fits very well in this last fourth stage mm -hmm. so definitely go back and and listen to that so how to deploy kind of this information which would be the next step of that marketing funnel you set it up you got all the perfect pieces where do you go from it fortunately I think in this day and age it's so easy to deploy that information any platform, if you're looking to like run ads or anything, they are already perfectly set up. If you go to Facebook and look at their ad platform on the back end, it, it, it's already set up that way. Awareness, consideration, 
conversion. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't even have to really think about it. You just kind of take your content and kind of plug it in where it goes. And Google's the same way. LinkedIn is now the same way. Mm-hmm. Very easy to deploy that information. But I guess the big question is when it comes down to it, what if you don't have a lot of money to spend? You don't have thousands of dollars to go spend on, on a Google or Facebook ads. Yeah. How, how do you maybe do you throwback term here, kind of guerrilla marketing. How do you, if you have a low cost budget, get that information out? Yes, that's actually a common problem too in specific industries, so it's good to well, understand. And to things, you maybe have a small budget to spend on ads, but it's a huge pay to play market out there these days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so some bigger things that you could focus on is really making sure you're understanding your target market. Like, knowledge is so powerful. So if you can get down to the nitty-gritty, like we had talked about, identifying that ideal buyer, what, how they talk, what they fear, like how they make um, a buying decision. Get them to talk about you because you know them so well and you're so helpful to them. Yeah, Mm. Uh, show that you understand them. Yeah. Um, you can use that very specific information. Uh, for example, if you have a small ad budget, then when you take that small ad budget, you can get very defined um, and make sure that that ad is getting in front of exactly the right people instead of just trying to test who who might be valuable. Exactly. So you, you might be guided towards, you, you're like, oh, everybody's on Instagram these days. But then you see that maybe your ideal buyer is more on LinkedIn. Yes. So that's where you should be spending your time. Exactly. Um, Other assets that are helpful is having a good website. Um, And sometimes that's a lot more work than it sounds. So even having just a simple, like, effective landing page, those are usually easier to pull off. Make Um, sure that it's it's fast. Efficient. Effective. talks to your buyer. Mm -hmm. Um, Has a good call to action. Right, right. It doesn't need to be in depth if it has the information that they need to find. To make that decision. You know, and it... Like I said, fast. <laughs> I can't just emphasize that enough. If it loads, if it takes longer than three seconds to load, your buyer is going to jump ship mm-hmm. no matter if they oh, think yeah. your brand is great yeah. or not. Remove any barriers to why people would want to leave. That yeah. that was actually my next point too. Is can make it too um, easy for them to say yes. Yeah. So that might look like offering a free trial or offering a percentage off. Yeah. Um, I know some companies hate doing that, but if you can get them to say yes the first time, it's more likely that you'll be able to get them to say yes again. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I think that whether you have a huge budget or a small budget, there are ways to deploy the information, but it really does start with knowing that ideal buyer. And we can't emphasize that enough because once you know that, it just kind of helps move along the process a little little better. So tell us, have you used the marketing funnel to map out what content your prospects and then customers would like to see? Or rather, what they need to see? <laughs> Drop us a line on social media at 21 Handshake and let us know how it worked out for you. Did you like this episode? Of course you did. Then please rate us five stars and share it with us.